BMW Australia and Audi ordering in the Verve Clico by the pallet for New Year to celebrate the gift that Three Prong has bestowed upon them this January the 1st, or January Fool's Day, as it will doubtless come to be known. January the 1st is, of course, fast approaching. The day Mercedes-Benz Strayer will eliminate new car discounts and customer service by taking the proven functional dealership model to the prison shower once and for all. A brazen and somewhat bare-assed effort to bend you, the customer, over even harder in 2022, the year of the pretzel. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. The buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just click the Where's Wally card if you can find him. Pro tip, Wally is up there now. Except when he's not, dude. The backstory here, okay, and it doesn't get more obvious, but plenty of people are in the dark. Car dealers are generally franchises. So they fly the corporate flag, but they're not actually part of the company. Thus, they compete with each other for your business, and that competition is fierce. The competition drives the price down. It keeps the market somewhat healthy. Dealers buy their new cars from the car company, and once they own those vehicles, they are under significant pressure to sell them because the interest is costing them a bomb, and that is commercial motivation right there. This is good for you if you know the game and you understand how to play it. Three-pronged Schittsville dealer franchise agreements expire at the end of this year, and they won't be renewed, at least not in their current form. Instead, the Death Star is going to move to a so-called agency model, and you're going to hear that term a lot in coming months. So best explain exactly what that means. Under an agency model, dealers are no longer going to own the new cars that you see in stock. Death Star Central is going to own them, right up to the point where Certain misguided members of the public, such as perhaps you, ultimately buy that vehicle. And I'm talking about new cars here, only new cars, not used, not demonstrators, they're different. Instead of earning a profit on each sale, which would be the difference between what they paid for that vehicle and what they negotiate to sell it to you for, ultimately, dealers just get a fee from Death Star Central, a commission. There's going to be no negotiation on the price. That's going to be fixed. And incidentally, it would be illegal for the Death Star to mandate fixed pricing under the current independent franchise model or for a bunch of dealers to collude in the background to fix the pricing. So at the very least, this is a pretty neat but still ethically bankrupt way to sidestep existing anti-price fixing legislation. It's certainly not illegal to do this. Death Star Schittsville, they own the cars that you will buy from 2022. Therefore, they can sell them at whatever price they want. It's not illegal. Those rat-cunning bastards. Yes. They know there's going to be sufficient rich dumb Aussies blinded by the badge and prepared to hand over basically any sum 
no matter how outrageous, to be seen by their peers behind the coveted three-pronged suppository. We all want a little bit of that. It's that magnetic, right? That gravitational, whatever. Which is, of course, why Mercedes-Benz is the official car maker in hell. Satan's signature S-Class Inferno and the fleet of demonic E's and C's for senior executives and middle managers down there. They all rock the Hades three-prong. Inverted, for exactly the same reason that I do. Mercedes-Benz is, of course, among car makers, kind of what I am among motoring so-called journalists. As an agent, we no longer own our inventory and as a result cannot negotiate the price. Instead, we will sell it for the nationally consistent fixed price set by Mercedes-Benz Australia. What this change will do is ensure that customers across the entire country have access to a nationally available stock pool at a consistent fixed price from agent to agent. Okay, so that's an excerpt from this official email sent to clients from Angus Young. Probably not that Angus Young. And Ben Haywood, the dueling DPs of Death Star 2 Wong, a Palushitian dealership agency, whatever. Access to the national fleet pool and consistent pricing. I mean, who doesn't want that? Answer, anyone who wants to negotiate a discount. We are writing to you for two reasons. The first is to bring this significant change to your attention, and the second is to invite you to consider ordering a vehicle at a negotiated price before this change takes effect. I think we're getting warm now, don't you? Orbiting the sun just a little bit closer. I can feel it in my water. Vehicles ordered before December 31st and delivered by the 30th of June 2022 will largely benefit from the existing opportunity to obtain a discount from the recommended retail price. If you are in the market now or think you might be between now and June the 30th next year, we strongly advise you to consider contacting our sales team now to begin the discussion before the December 31 deadline. Okay, so, and this is just my interpretation, here's a dealership telling its customers that death, taxes, and a worse deal on a Mercedes-Benz will be the three great dependable certainties of 2022 and beyond. That's what this is really all about. Horst von Sanden, and that, I'm reliably informed, is pretty much his happy face, is the big brat worst of Death Star Shitsville. A man tasked with selling the virtues of this new arrangement to some of the nation's most elite political dickheads at a recent Senate inquiry into which grit car makers are entitled to use when performing a wet and dry enema on their dealers. It's been up for grabs lately. I think they've been limited to 60 grit, right? It was previously 40, but that nasty business with Holden and Honda. Car makers treating dealers the way dealers treated customers. Like, it was inception, only with silicon carbide. Harry G. Frankfurt's definitive essay on bullshit 
might be quite useful to you here because I can smell what's coming up and personal opinion, it's export grade. According to Big Bratwurst, the virtue of this model for you is the certainty that regardless of who I am, regardless of my negotiation skills, regardless where I am and regardless who is my chosen retailer, I don't need to fear that I am worse off than someone else buying this car. Well, that's kind of important if you're a shallow, vain, posturing, rich prat, isn't it? The worst thing of all is the fear that somebody else might have got a better deal on the same car as you. I think that is a level of confidence that has never existed before. Because even if you think you've been treated well, you think you've got a really good offer, you might still find someone else who got a bit of a better offer and that is a disappointing experience. That will never happen again. Move over, Colgate. Fleuriard. I mean, this is confidence, a new level of confidence, a new ring, this time with three prongs inside it. Dude, that's one way to spin it. And what you've said is totally true, like totally. 13 points out of a possible 10 for truth. So, okay, just trying to decipher this and cut to the chase. What does it mean for you? It seems to make you feel better. From the 1st of January, they're going to level the playing field by offering everyone the same shittest possible high price, irrespective. The cure for disappointment is obviously equality. Offer everyone the same equally like maximally disappointing price, the price that you would pay only if you were the shittest negotiator on the planet prior to the 1st of January. I've had disappointing experiences before, like, hey, I've had six wives. So doubtless they've had disappointing experiences also, I suppose. But I have to say this is right up there. Highly enriched disappointment, weapons grade. This is perhaps the most Orwellian approach to overcoming disappointment and offering parity on price that I can imagine. Like, dude, well done. I so grapple with this logic. Like, some people have had a disappointing experience. And it seems that Big Bratwurst's team plans to eliminate relative disappointment by making all future disappointment absolute. Like, okay, the price sucked, but at least this year we're all getting bent over equally. That Teutonic frigging rationalism. Hashtag respect. Respect for being able to say all of that with a straight face and conviction in Parliament House. Dude. Apparently three-prong Shitsville cited, uh, let's call it research, for B squared to regurgitate in his Senate submission, which quoted, let's call it uh, data, to the effect that 60% of people want a haggle-free car buying experience. And let's face it, we all want something. I want to be 35-year-old Clint Eastwood jelly wrestling with Megan Fox for 30 to 45 minutes every Saturday evening in a blow-up wading pool, one of those little kiddies pools, strapped inside the cargo bay of a Black Hawk helicopter, doing orbits of Lake Como with the doors open.
horse didn't mention that, of course. The point I'm making is we all want something whimsically out of touch with reality, don't we? Obviously, this B squared 60% of people claim thing is not the same thing as 60% of people want a haggle-free buying experience if it also means paying the worst possible price. But let's overlook that pesky detail. It means by definition, mathematically, okay, that 40% of people are okay with or indifferent to negotiating over the price of a new car. So that means roughly 12,000 of the roughly 30,000 three-pronged Schittsville sales transactions last year involved a person who was kind of okay with negotiating the price in the way that they're probably not okay with future arrangement being leaving your trousers at the door, grabbing your ankles, and having someone who doesn't really have any real skin in the game swipe your black Amex directly. Next, that's a big chunk of the market to piss right off, isn't it? 40%. But it gets worse, okay? I'm told that if you and the boss's secretary are on your way back from, let's call it, lunch, and you drop in at the Benz dealer, let's call it uh, en route, to look for an upgrade, they're not going to be that motivated to assist you, mainly because there's going to be a strict protocol of each dealer only selling into its primary market area, the PMA. So unless you live close to that dealer, He's not going to care. Like, he's really not. He's not getting that commission. Zero fucks given, I'd suggest, if you are from across town, dude. Basically, therefore, freedom of choice concerning which dealer you use is essentially also a casualty of this new agency model. About the only thing you'll be negotiating is the trade-in, I'd suggest. Basically, I look at it like this, right? My default position on Mercedes-Benz has for years now been don't buy one. Like, okay, if you really want one and you know what you're getting in for, knock yourself out. But if it's an objective decision, objectively don't. It's objectively a poor choice. They're beyond terrible at customer support. Their reliability is kind of okay, I suppose, below average. Compared with a Japanese car, certainly you've got Toyota and Mercedes-Benz, they're not in the same reliability universes. Anyway, and this whole customer support thing, right? It's generally a head office thing, not a dealer thing. Head office appears to think that consumer law applies to everyone else. Certainly not Mercedes-Benz. Like, that's only for toasters and Mazdas kind of thing. That hasn't changed at all, and it won't change under this new model, like the gag orders, the third-rate technology under the hood, that command online fiasco with Microsoft XP. <laughs> nice one in 2020, Jesus. The all-wheel drive crabbing fiasco, like, okay, it's an operational characteristic, dude, not a defect. There's a conga line of this kind of crap. Yes kill something every day, I say, just to maintain operational proficiency. So anyway, on Mercedes-Benz, the jury is in 
three-prong is a crazy brave risk at best for a consumer like yours, like yours and you to take that bug. It's fucked me mentally. I hate that. This crazy brave risk for consumers to take, that's not going to change. And I'd suggest BMW, for example, has a competitor that is functionally identical and line ball on price in practically every niche where Benz plays. It's not like there's no alternative, dude. Like an M3 and a C63 AMG, they're both gorgeous and both awesome vehicles, right? Like they are. But BMW is substantially less Abu Ghraib philosophically than three-prong is when it comes to resolving legitimate in-service problems. And in 2022, you will only be able to negotiate a fairer price on the M3. So there's that. As I see it, Mercedes-Benz Schittsville has just handed 12,000 of its customers at least a solid gold reason to go and visit their local BMW dealer at trade-in time. That's a big chunk of the market to motivate to shop elsewhere, right? How many customers do you want to turn away? This is a bold plan that I'm sure sounded really, really good in the boardroom. Like, we'll bone a few dealers and skim more of the cream in-house. Yes! Three-pronged HQ in Stuttgart is so absolutely convinced that this is the future of automotive retailing that they're rolling it out in Schittsville, South Africa and Sweden. Markets that kind of really don't matter if it all goes Chernobyl in due course. Like if the experiment fails, we'll just mop it all up and pretend it didn't happen. So, let me know in the comments, is the upcoming three-pronged shit price guarantee from 2022 enough to stop you from buying a Mercedes? Is it really an example of a commercially healthier environment to ensure that everyone pays the worst possible price henceforth? Is the ACCC and, by extension, our politicians asleep at the wheel for even allowing this kind of quasi-price-fixing bullshit arrangement to go ahead. Your honest feedback on this in the comments would be welcomed by me and also by senior executive Three-Prong Shitsville Management, whom I assure you have watched this report right up until around about now.